Welcome back, everybody, to Quid Pro Quo, the musical podcast where I subject my friends to progressive rock music, and they in turn get me to listen to whatever they want. I'm very excited for this episode. It is another long one. I think I'm going to test the waters and try these longer form episodes as they seem to be pretty popular. So this one is another long one. It might go down as being one of the longest ones. A very long-term friend of mine uh, who we both get along so very well that once we start talking, it's very hard to rein it back in. So uh, Lee's from uh, my past is getting me to listen to a very popular album, very pop album. And I'm getting her to listen to one of my all-time favorite albums from actually last year. So uh, as always, I want to give a special thank to Liana Olinsky for the show's graphic and Explosive Ear Candy for their track All Together Now, which is the soundtrack to this podcast. So let's dive in and and meet our contenders, myself and Leeds. So, I mean, I don't know. I've never podcasted before. So You've never podcasted before. Well, no. there's a first time for everything, right? Apparently. It's going to be good. Just, you know, find your happy place. Stay in it. Okay. It's going to be there. good. Oh, beautiful. It's a good place to be. Okay. Well, welcome to our little podcast. I'm very glad that you can join us. Why don't you introduce yourself and tell everybody who you are and how you know me? Okay. Um, my name is Lise. I'm a fellow librarian. And uh, I have known Michael um, for how many years now? We're going on Oh my 10. goodness. Yeah, that's crazy. It's been 10 years. No way. Yeah, because we started, well, I mean, it will be 10 years this September. Holy moly. Because uh, I went into library school in 2010. And you started that same year with me because we were all in that section three Section three. Section three. The best section. The best section. The so, only section. I mean, that really brought me back to like elementary school because the first five classes that we had, I guess the only five classes we had in that semester, we had all together. I like the way that, um, yeah, I like that because it was like we all got to kind of hang out and know each other. Throughout library school and beyond, definitely loved chatting and hanging out with you. Um, likewise, likewise. Yeah, and I feel like you're more ready to dive into some of the strange music that I have. I'm totally ready. Like, bring it on. Bring me your strangest, most outlandish, bizarre stuff. Hit me with it. I am prepared. Okay, I'm going to hit you with my best shot. Yes. Um, <laughs> do, 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 do. And so, what spurred this whole thing on? Um, we were talking last night because we're currently in the Dungeons and Dragons game together. Yes, we are. And afterwards, you were talking about how you're doing like this deep dive into like music and getting recommendations. Like, what's going on with that? Oh yeah. So. Um, friend of a friend uh is really into like pink floyd yeah and then she started sending me songs um i believe the band is sheerwater mm -hmm, if that mm -hmm. does anything for you oh yeah um 
and they're good. So then I started sending her some stuff that I was finding and then we got swapping back and forth. And then also at work, there's a whole bunch of people um, there into different kinds of music. So we do wind up having little um, tangential discussions in the middle of the workday about different bands and different styles of music. Mm-hmm. Um, there's someone in our office that is particularly fond of the works of john denver if you're Ooh, familiar with john denver yeah much yeah. more country and western though yes yes um sunshine on my shoulders is or mm-hmm. was uh an oft-repeated melody yeah that makes sense yeah <laughs> in our work area mm-hmm. and then uh what it, what was the last one um so because my one colleague she's like she's um she's older so she knows you know a lot of just a lot of music that i've never heard of that i skipped because i i was born too soon i missed all the good stuff apparently so well uh, well well I always, <laughs> whenever anybody says that i always i always counter with the good stuff is still being produced it's just harder to find and that's that's true to an extent but also i do feel a little sad for the uh the babies of the having to grow up and listening to whatever's on the radio right now is just yeah i feel like such a hipster when i say that (laughs) on the on the flip side of that though we still have access to all that amazing music from the 70s 80s 60s 50s right whereas people from that you know grew up in the 60s 70s and 80s and all that they didn't have some of the more underground french stuff from today so it's true you know just because the popular mainstream is Gaga over Gaga and all those other ones, even though I love Lady Gaga and all those other ones. Like there was a song from Cardi B that I listened to the other day that really slapped. You know, it's, it's, it's all in perspective, right? Yeah, no, that, and that's true. And she's not, she's not saying that to, to be mean. She's just, she's just teasing us younger ones, I think. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's what um, it's, it's, I find that's like older people's favorite things to do is just to tease younger people for things that they miss out on or like their ignorance. Yeah. It's like, how, how it's, can I feel, su- how can I feel superior to people younger than I am? I know I'll just wave the flag that I'm older in front of them. Like it's the easiest way to make yourself feel superior over somebody else. Oh, and it's just like, but she's a super sweet lady. That's the thing. And, um, funny though, because sometimes, sometimes you think you, you think, you know, you think, you know, things, right? Like, Oh, I think many I know people, things all the I'm time. Sure, are very familiar with Frank Sinatra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see. Like, that's the problem. I think I know things. I thought I knew Frank Sinatra. And then I was complaining about this. Um, my dad always used to torture us with when we were growing up um, in the car, he'd put it on. And I was like, I was, you know, humming the melody. And I was like, who sings that song? And then I realized the person I was complaining about was, in fact, Frank Sinatra. And I just don't <laughs> like that song. <laughs> so, oh, jeez. Yeah. First mistake. For anyone else. You knew anything. Yeah. They were like, oh, that least, you know, you can't listen to anything she says. She's, oh, she just doesn't know. Yeah. It was like, it was Set Him Up Joe for those that would be interested. Just not a, not a fan of that song. Yeah. Set Him Up Joe and I'll knock That's him it. on down. Um, yeah. I see. Like I I grew up with a deep, deep love and passion for Weird Al Yankovic. So he was my first, you know, when people say, what was your first real love for music? He was my first. Uh, I had all of his tapes and all of his CDs. Um, I even have like the accordion box set up at the cottage. The problem with that 
is I knew all of his songs by heart and I didn't realize half of them were parodies. parodies yeah. So oh. when the original song came on, I was singing along to his version thinking that this was his music. <laughs> like Smells Like Teen Spirit would come on. I'm like, all right, it smells like Nirvana from Weird Al. And then nope, it's, it's the original. Or Don't Go Making Phony Calls from Weird Al's on. No, it's Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls, right? So that, that's me. That's- <laughs> you think you know things, but you really don't. That would be very confusing. You would have so many, so many incorrect points of reference for mm-hmm. so many things. Mm-hmm. I so had a very, things. very confusing childhood and adolescence <laughs> and adulthood. And just like oh, my whole, really my whole funny. life. It's just a confusing mess. Oh, Only boy. you'd listen to Not Weird Al to start with. It would have been oh, fine. Boy, my life would have been so much different. I'm just like picturing a life where... No judgment, weird, man. Where I mean... Weird. <laughs> I, uh, I'm picturing a life where I didn't get introduced to Weird Al and how normal it would be, and it gives me the chills. Just like, ugh. no. It's okay. I mean, we can't you can't judge people based on the first band that they were into. I mean, the first band, I guess it would be either it would be the Backstreet Boys for me. Okay. Yeah. I, my first CD I ever tracks. received, my first CD was Backstreet Boys' first album. Someone yep. gave you that. Somebody gave that. It was my 13th birthday, and I love that CD. Oh, yeah. I was team Backstreet Boys, where a lot of my friends, um, a lot of my girlfriends, like female friends at the time, they were, like, very in sync. But I was just like, nah, Backstreet Boys, AJ's my man, right? That's but, right. You got you to gotta go with the first group, the original group. They've got Nick, they've got Brian, they've got yep. AJ, they've got Howie. Yeah, they got all the good t- got, Like I'm missing somebody. Yeah. Who am I missing? There's you got this. Come on. No, I can't do it. Not now. Can I? <laughs> it's <laughs> just really important. <laughs> I know. And then it's like, it's like under pressure. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Backstreet Boys, I loved. Um, anyway, <laughs> a little bit off track. Um so, with all that being said, um, what is the group or album, I should say, what is the album that you're having me listen to? Oh, man, I'm, I'm still on the fence with this. So I have to ask you a question to okay. figure out. Um, Pay it on me. Yeah, so speaking of boy bands, Michael. Yeah. How familiar are you with the works of one Harry Styles? Um, I've never actually sat down and listened to Harry Styles. But I know, oh. I know a lot of people, uh, most, some of them have actually been on this podcast before, that are very big fans of his. I, I count myself among their number. Okay, okay. He I, was from... I do like Harry Styles. What was he from? Okay. I should know this. He was from... I'm sad that I... I I'm, don't... It's okay. I'm sad that I do. I can answer that. It's One Direction. Oh, but okay. One okay. Direction is not... I was going to say, it was so either like I'm going to offend direction. someone, I'm sure. That's okay. Like, I knew it was, I, for some reason, I knew it wasn't the Jonas Brothers, but I felt like it was the Jonas Brothers. Because I'm like, if it was the Jonas Brothers, his last name would have been Jonas, right? Like, they wouldn't have, or it's true. maybe maybe it's like Mumford and Sons, where it's like one guy is Mumford, and then the rest are just oddballs. Like, maybe the Jonas Brothers, there's like two of them that are brothers, and then the other ones are just like, yeah, sure, we got the other guys. I don't know. No, I mean... You'd be, you could, you can assume a lot of things about boy bands just because they're, they're always weirdly, 
there's weird stuff happening there sometimes. There's yeah, weird stuff. like apparently, apparently, S Club 7 no longer has seven members in it, and they were never really a club? Like, no. What's up with that? I have to ask my friend. She knows a lot about S Club 7, like a strange amount. Yeah. I don't know. It's like they just sort of do whatever they want. They and really there should do. be rules to these things. Yeah. Someone should enforce these rules. I don't know who. Maybe you. I think like, you're the person for it. <laughs> I don't have that kind of influence. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, this is what the podcast is for. Oh, I To see. get you that kind of power oh, so that I you see. can have that kind of influence. Right. Like go up to the members yes. of Bewitched and be like, you can't call yourself Bewitched because you're not actual witches. Where's your, where's your Wiccan uh, certificate? How many sacrifices do you make per night? We need somebody really pulling the receipts on these groups and just checking everything through. Uh, anyway, so Harry Styles. You're getting I know the internet listen- enough already, I suppose. <laughs> so you're getting me to listen to Harry um, Styles? I mean, I think perhaps. I don't know. It's so hard because there's another group that I also really want you to listen to. And I know they're much lesser known than Harry Styles is. And, um, and I like them. And they're not pop at all. Harry's Harry's up with retro elements in his solo work. Okay, um, let me let me ask you. And this. not that I would ever recommend that anybody listen to One Direction because what? they're not good in my no, opinion. No, no, it's it's all it's all on everybody's taste. They can listen okay, to okay. Own. We're not we're not gatekeepers here. We're ambassadors. Okay. Um, so let me ask you this, and this might tip the scales. Okay. Which of these two albums do you feel you could talk more about? Oh, I could probably talk for a long time about the Harry Styles album. There we so go. So I guess we'll have to go with that. It's Fine Line. Okay, Fine Line by Harry Styles. Yes. This will be fun. Yes. Is that Hopefully. his latest one, like where it's like a fishbowl? Yeah, it is. It came out okay. uh, December 2019, so it's fairly recent. Yeah, everybody's been like really praising it. So I'm excited to actually sit down and listen to it then. It blew me away when I first found it uh, back during pandemic times when we were all locked inside. And I listened to it so, so, so many times. And then I bought it on CD so Mm -hmm. I could listen to it in my car so I could um, wail along with the music. Of course, of course. Of course, as you do. As you do. And I've already listened to it like probably, I don't know, 10, 20 more times on top of that. Okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I really like it. Yeah, so. my favorite my favorite graph um, of all time is always the uh, it's the scientific line between your velocity and speed and how loud you sing in your car. It explains why I'm always going so fast. It's a linear line. It's it's a perfect. <laughs> it's it's like a perfect correlation of however fast you go is the louder you scream. And then, you know, when you're at a, a stoplight or a stop sign, you're just kind of like whispering or mouthing the words. Like there's nothing coming out like orally. So, yeah. I, um, I find much to, I'm sure, the dismay of those around me that I'm going to sing at full volume, no matter how fast I'm going. Oh, you're um, the outlier. That's amazing. I'm always the outlier. And <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. And then- let, let your heart song ring. Um, the other problem that people tend to find is that every song is my heart song, no matter, uh, <laughs> you have, a, you no have matter, a song in your heart and it must be, it must be released. It cannot be contained. Sometimes it's a very pitchy song, 
or oh, sharp those, song. Those are the best songs to sing out. The best way to spread up, spread holiday cheer is to sing loud for all to hear. Come on. Yeah, except Everybody except when this. you're listening, um, you're listening to Adele and you're singing along to Adele, and really, uh, no one should have to tell anyone else this, but there's only <laughs> one Adele. There and if you're there singing really along is. to Adele, yeah. you're <laughs> you're not Adele. Yeah. maybe rethink a life choice there your, your heart your heart um reach is not as far as your vocal cords grasps no <laughs> oh, oh boy the gap between what you imagine you sound like and what you actually do are very large yes but that's okay that doesn't stop us no, no, that's why you turn the music up louder, so right? you can just cover it better. That's right, that's right. Yeah. Oh, boy. So I, I, was, I was at a task to try to figure out what to give you. Because um, I knew you wanted something weird. I knew you, something, you, like you wanted stuff. something like balls to the wall insane. Um, I do. But I had a problem on my hand because I have a lot of that music in my catalog, and I didn't know which way I wanted to go. Did I want to go super hard? Did I want to go super mellow? Did I want to go super quirky and off the wall, banana pants? So I decided to go all in and do it all. Okay. Oh, good. Oh, that sounds perfect. Yes. Um, Are you familiar with the very, very talented Canadian artist of Devin Townsend. No. Okay. He is from Vancouver. Okay. He was uh, originally one of the guitarist and lead vocalist for uh, Steve Vai, uh, another extremely talented guitar player. And then he had his own band called Strapping Young Lad, which was a, uh, like a thrash metal. Okay. But then from Strapping Young Lad, he decided to just kind of do his own thing and not let any like set down genre box contain him. Oh, that's interesting. So each of his albums have like a smattering of across the board music on it. Um, and sometimes he'll actually plant his flag for one specific album and concentrate mainly on metal. Um, but for the most part, there's always like a quirky aspect to it. And so I was, even within Devin Townsend's discography, there's a lot of different things that I could have thrown your way. And honestly, my three favorite albums from him, unfortunately, aren't available on any streaming services which is a little bit on the sad side, but this also provided an easier answer for me for what to actually give you to listen to. Okay. So I'm giving you his latest album, the album that was released last year. Okay. Called Empath. Empath by Devin Townsend. Yes. And part of the reason why I chose Empath over a lot of his other albums, because Empath isn't even my favorite album from him. It's a, it's a brilliant, brilliant album. I, I really, really do love it. Uh, it's not my favorite because it is so all over the place. It is so disjointed. It doesn't really have a clear focus, but a lot of people are calling this like life metal. 
life because medal. because it encompasses so it, it encompasses all the facets of life and what it aims to do is give an experience like an experience of all the different emotions of the human equation interesting yeah Ooh, so i like i like the idea yeah 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 so each of the songs kind of, kind of takes on a different facet uh but the overarching theme of the album is we're all in this together so let's treat each other with respect kindness and empathy hence empath okay that's yeah, cool. I, I figured it's it's been an album that I've been revisiting very heavily lately, just with everything that's going on in the world, um, because it's an ultimate good vibe, even when the the sounds are heavy. Okay, I'm pretty excited for your day. To listen to it, and I want to. I, I can't wait to hear your thoughts about it. Well, I can't wait to hear it. It sounds amazing. I really haven't given you that detail to lead up into Fine Line, but if you've already heard of it, then. You've heard of Harry, you kind of like. Yeah, I mean, I heard, I've heard it as like a, a adjunct as like on my peripheries. Like I know of it because I'm very entrenched in the musical scene. Yeah. Or I guess in the music scene. I'm also entrenched in the musical scene in terms of like musical theater, but like, <laughs> so I know of the album, but I've, as I mentioned, I never actually sat down and listened to it. So that should be another, that should be an entirely separate podcast, Trading Musicals. Oh, well, I mean, I, I, okay, so partying the kimono a little bit on this one. I very loosely based this podcast off of Musical Splaining, uh, okay. which is a musical podcast where um, a huge musical nerd is subjecting her childhood friend who hates musicals to watch musicals, and then they talk about it. Oh, that sounds fun. So, yeah, go. This is my so- soft pitch for Music Splaining. Uh, go and check it out if you haven't already, because it's a lot of fun and it was the low key inspiration for this. Okay, I definitely will because uh, I would love to see somebody suffer through. I mean, um, learn to appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and really, it it is it is that like at the beginning, the first like five or six episodes, he's just like, "Why am I doing this?" And then by the end, he's just like, you can still see he's trying to hang on to that like hatred, but like he, it cracks a little bit. The mask is lifted every once in a while. You get a taste and then you're, once you get it in you, you're just done. You're hooked. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. uh, Don't listen to it yet. Continue listening to this podcast. Um, But first go out, listen to Devin Townsend's Empath and then, yeah. Okay. We can talk about it. Um, So we will split. We will go our separate ways. I'll listen to Harry Styles. You'll listen to Empath and uh, we'll reconvene here and talk about our experiences of each other's music. Okay. That sounds great. I'm ready. everybody we are at the ad break and oh boy get ready for a long episode as i mentioned uh this one is going to be a long slog so maybe get yourself some tea get yourself very comfortable as we come into the second half of this although uh, let me tell you that we've got a lot more room to cover uh so i just want to give a few thank yous to those who have donated to my patreon the latest one is philippe 
Higura. Uh, thank you so much, Philippe, for donating to my Patreon, as well as Depanyan. Uh, Depanyan was a, another individual who had donated to my Patreon. And if you want to be cool like Depanyan and Philippe, please donate to my Patreon. Uh, you can find it at uh, patreon.com slash notes reviews. You can also find all of my videos on YouTube with notes reviews with all of my information about how to become a patron of mine. And I think that's about it. I hope everybody is having a fantastic day, a fantastic week, and getting through this year as best as we can. And I hope everybody's out sharing music and bringing about the good vibes. So without further ado, let's dive back into this week's episode, find out what I thought about Harry Styles' latest album and what Lee's thought of Devin Townsend's latest album. Let's find out. So how was that? That was really, really weird. I liked it. Oh, I'm glad. All right, so let's let's talk. Let's de- decompress. Let's uh, okay, okay. Decompose. Let's deconstruct. Okay. Um, do you want lay to it go? on me? Lay it on me. Okay. What I liked. Or Just, what? You Just whatever, whatever you want. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about your experience. Okay. So that was balls to the walls crazy. Yeah. Um, I really, really liked the way it opened with the beach and the the soft kind of like was that electric guitar like the just yeah single chords and it's yeah. very nice and then it kind of flowed naturally from one song into the next. Mm-hmm. And some of the problem that I do have with Prague is that it it sounds like there's one song happening and then another song will just start in yeah. the middle of the first song, but this yeah. didn't really have a Well, okay, Genesis is kind of like, everything is going on all the time. And it's it's very, there's, it's happy. There's the there's a choir in there. It's, yeah. it's like, some of it feels arranged, almost like it's a musical. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the, mm-hmm. the backing vocals, you've got um, some unusual percussion instruments in there that you don't typically hear a lot of in pop, like, um, Oh, the one that you hit, and it's uh, that's not really helpful. Percussion is most most ones you hit is not is not. Might as well just say you know water, the stuff that's wet. <laughs> Are you talking about like the blast beats? No, 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 like the the bing bong, bing bongos? bing. No, the bing bongs? Not bongos. No, not bongos. Because I'm like, there's no bongos on this. I mean, there might be, but I I was a band geek. I did play clarinet in high school somebody did play those in the percussion section i know the word for them and i will not know it now because i need to so i'll I'll get off this call is Um, it like kettle not kettle drums no no like um like chimes like like okay you know um yeah the instrument that the christmas carol silver bells Bing, bong. Tubular bells? Bing, maybe. Might be those. But there were those in there. I there think. were those in there, yes. All those things were in there. They, yeah, it's just like everything's in there. Everything. Yeah. It's like yeah. the kitchen sink. So let there be light. Let there be light. 
So Devin Townsend has this style of metal known as the wall of sound and the wall of noise where there's so much going on in a single stretch of sound that it literally is just a wall and unless you're listening to it on like 5.1 surround sound it's really hard to figure out what's all in there so yeah there's a lot going on yeah um it's easier when it's slower and then when it picks up speed it's very 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 intense and then he gets those screamy metal that like the death metal vocals in there and um i gotta say like i have listened to some metal i've been to some metal concerts um so yeah like it's not my first this isn't your first rodeo no so i mean that that sort of prepared me for that to yeah. Otherwise, I think I think a couple, even a couple years ago, I think I would have said, "What am I? What am I trying to listen to?" Yeah, and Devin's voice is the sound of angels. Like I have. No, 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 no. Say. No, say. you do it. You do it. You were on it. Come on. No, no, no. You were going to say something. You're the, and then you're you the were also going to say something. Come on. Okay. Well, he's. You're right. He's full voice. He sings so well, and then he just gets into it. And he's like, Rah! and you can. Like I can't do, I can't do it. I'm not a death metal vocalist. I don't do that. that attitude. Come on, you could totally be a death metal vocalist. Maybe I'll just watch some more Gretz go, and eventually I'll get there. Right, you'll get there. Uh, yeah, he yeah. has one of the widest singing ranges, I believe, in all music, because he's able to hit those high falsettos, like in um, Spirit and Why or Sprite and Why. Like those two tracks have him fall settling into a very high, high area. But then he's also to, as you mentioned, just do that guttural growl all the time. So I thought yeah. it was like different people, but no, it's all the same guy. It's all I thought, it was, I thought it was different people at first, but no, well, it's, it's all him. Nope. He's, he's really talented. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's part of the reason why I fell in love with his style of music, this whole life music where it covers the whole gamut of emotion and life. I felt some bit of regret in there. Yeah. Um, some melancholy, yeah. some blind rage, despair. Yeah. It's all yeah. in there. And it's interesting because I've been list- re-listening to this album, as I mentioned, throughout the summer just with everything that's been going on because it's... I, I needed some good vibes and there's this sound, this vocalization. It's not even quite singing, but it almost sounds like this head demon uh, and somebody that, you know, I, I have a history with mental health. It's, it's almost a personification of one of those head demons where it's got this like little guttural, like kind of sound. And it's on the buildup of Hear Me, which is like the biggest, heaviest track off of it. And uh, a little bit in Borderlands. Very, very quietly in Borderlands. Okay. And I I liked Borderlands a lot. I think I liked Y and Borderlands Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. maybe the most. And then Singular is just sort of like us like it's like the album but in summary like if you didn't want to listen to the entire album you could listen to singularity and have a pretty good idea of what the whole of what it sort of what it all means yeah yeah because he sort of brings it all back because he brings um 
he revises that those opening chords in the first section of the first track, which I don't remember the name yeah. of, but I, I could hear it in there and I'm going, Oh yeah. And he has, he uses a different instrument though. Yes. Yeah. And that's, that's a technique that's very prevalent in progressive rock where oh, okay. it's like a reprise or a, um, I always say it's like a reintroduction, but it's either a reprise or a revisitation of something that's happened earlier in the album. Um, and one of the things that I really like uh, is when they take little bits from each of the tracks and put it all in the final track. I always thought that Genesis was the perfect summarization of the album because of how all over the place it is. It is. Yeah. For and sure. how, how it covers pretty much all the different facets of the album in summary. So it's kind of a perfect overture of the album and what you're going to expect within the album. I was just bopping Genesis before, uh, right before you oh, called me. Oh, I mean, I don't want to take a side tangent, but you know that Genesis is my favorite band. What what album were you bopping to? Oh no, the track, the track, the, oh. the track from this, not um, not the band. Okay, not the band. I'm sorry. Okay, it's okay. You got okay, me. I didn't know there was a second. Genesis. I'm not going to pretend that I know more than I do. I don't know anything. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Don't worry. Don't okay. worry. We'll, we'll bring it back. Okay. Um, okay. So there's a few things that I want to talk about uh, that you had mentioned already. First, talk about why. Because you said that why was one of your favorite tracks off this album. So yeah. let's, let's pull some threads off of that. Uh, why, why do you like why? Because he was asking, he was asking that question. I really liked the vocals and the track. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. I, I, because it can, it comes right after the track. Before it is very like, right. Yeah, that's that's hear yeah. me. It's it's the heaviest track off of the album. Yeah, and then he. So it's kind of nice that he transitions from that into into this. Um, sort of gentler sound almost like it's like an answer to the the snarly yelly guy mm -hmm, <laughs> snarly mm -hmm. yelly guy on the track before the snarly inner demon i guess yeah 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 um i thought that was neat. talking about the track just before mm -hmm. um, the Hear Me. Um, we, before we even started this call, um, we're talking a little bit about Nickelback. We were. We were talking about Nickelback. Um, and there's a really interesting story about Hear Me and Nickelback. Really? It really, yeah. Okay. Um, so Chad Kroger of Nickelback and Devin Townsend are pretty good friends. I have questions, but I'll save them. <laughs> and um, Chad and Devin had, you know, talked uh, quite a bit. And actually Chad was one of the reasons why this album exists because Devin was kind of at his last rope. He was just like, I don't even know where I'm going to go from here. You know, he's um, never been all that lucrative in his music. Like, especially in comparison to Nickelback. Like everybody knows about Nickelback. 
but a layman on the street, unless they're really into music, they don't really know about Devin Townsend. And so Devin was just like, why do I even do this? You know, getting into that kind of existential point. And Chad was just like, man, your music touches so many people. They might not, it's not quantity, it's quality. So those people that you've touched with your music, it's touched so much heavier than Nickelback could ever have. Like, I wish I had what you had because of your, your fan base is just so incredible. And so as a thank you, uh, Devin actually has Chad sing on Hear Me. No. Yeah, he does. Oh, no. Oh, yes, he does. Really? Really? Really, really. That's cool. That's insane. I didn't know that. What a, what a cool story. Yeah. So I mean, can I, can I, can I throw some shade at Nickelback here? Um, I mean, I'm usually not a big fan of throwing shade, but okay, I'll, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. No, go for it. Go for it. Throw, throw a little bit around. Well, I was just going to say, like, like, it's cool to hate them. But Chad Kroger is just, he's sung the same song, basically. Yeah. <laughs> that was all I was going to say. Yeah. I, we, I remember um, we were out at a karaoke bar one night, and a, a group of friends and, and I, they were just, um, a couple of them were in choir. And they literally sat there, and within about five minutes sang i don't know six or seven different nickelback songs Mm -hmm. um with just the same four like like axis of awesome the four chord song yeah 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 i know they just like they went straight through and they did that with like six or seven nickelback songs and i've i've never been able to unhear that yeah since then so yeah yeah and it's it's you know nickelback isn't necessarily my cup of tea but there are still like What's the one song? The one song from um, I like. I like. Look at this. Yeah, look at this photograph. Hero, Hero from Spider Man. <laughs> come on, That's, come on. That song I, still slaps. You can't tell me it doesn't. Of course you did. Of, of course, course I did. You did. And I, they did come to my um, hometown while I was in high school, while that movie was out. Yeah. So I, I have fond memories of Mr. Kroger. Yeah. You know, I, I can throw shade, but I did give them money. You did. So yes. I, it's not like I'm, I'm just hating on them because I'm a hipster. And it's <laughs> I gave Chad Kroger my money. I have I have viewed him in concert. Yeah. I have looked at his photograph. You have, and, yes. <laughs> and you know he is right though. I do look at it and laugh. So oh, he, boy. I remember. I mean, truth. now that we're on this tangent, I have to I have to complete it. I remember being in a second year English class in university, and we were still no it was the first year because this was like a pre-english english class because i wasn't confident enough in my english because you know i'm a terrible speller and i always thought that that would have hindered my ability to do english in an academic setting so i took really? the yeah so i took a well also my self-esteem was nothing right like it was complete garbage uh just because the system had kept raking it through the leaves whenever 
spelling came up because yeah. I can't spell, right? So it's just like, you're an idiot. You know nothing. How dare you even try kind of an idea. You can't even spell Wednesday or Tuesday and you're in grade six for shame, for shame, right? So with a, um, with a self-confidence and a self-worth of like in the negatives, I still loved books and I still loved analyzing art and English literature, uh, but I didn't feel confident enough to do it in a academic setting, even though I graduated with like a minor in English and political science. Um, so, wow, that's a lot of lead up for this story, eh? <laughs> um, so anyway, one of our first assignments was to um, write an essay about one of our favorite songs and what it means to us. Like, what does it mean? Get to the heart of what they're talking about. And so one of my friends at the time, she did her essay on Nickelback's photograph. And I did mine on Supper's Ready, which is like this 20 minute epic that Genesis wrote. And my mark was serviceable. It was like, I guess like a B, but she got like an A plus on it. And I was so pissed off because I'm like, <laughs> again, this was also when I was a huge elitist and uh, a meanie mo. Um, and I'm like, how on earth could an essay about Nickelback's photograph get more grades, more praise than my masterpiece about Genesis's Supper's Ready? This, it's rigged. So... Yeah, that was a huge tangent, but whenever I think of Nickelback and Photograph, that's kind of where my mind goes to. I, uh, I recall being in a, a very crowded area, uh, lights are going off, and a little, little inflatable Spider-Man was being batted around as they launched into the lead up to their set hero oh, that's so again that song i still love that song it's a good song it's I, legitimately a good song i still like it and i do like to look at photographs he's right about that it, right it's it's a good time anyway uh, we should probably start talking about Devin townsend again and not talk about nickelback <laughs> i know like mm-hmm. we're, we're not we're not doing um we're not doing a good job at no it. we're not doing the prog thing no but that's okay so um now you also mentioned that you like borderlands yes okay so we'll talk about talk about that a little bit what what was it about borderlands that perked your um, ears because it's it's so gentle okay and he's got like the maybe i i I have to admit, I wasn't watching the track list super closely all the way through. Mm-hmm. So um, because the songs bleed into each other, I might be mistaken. I hope not. But um, where he's going, like, he goes very soft, like, touch me. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. It's just really nice. It's yeah. It's just really nice. It, it's very loving sounding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that is was... very romantic sounding almost. I never yeah. knew prog music could be romantic sounding. Oh, it sure can. Oh, it sure can. Candlelights. Bottle of wine. Bottle of wine, rose tint. Bearskin rug. Oh, of course, a fireplace. 
You're Devin Townsend. You're ready to go. Oh, you you are ready to go, my friend. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, because that track has a beautiful woman uh, singing along with Devin on yes, that. Yes, 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 yes. It's got the complimentary backing vocal that she's doing, right? Yes, I'm going to look up her name because I want to shout her out. Yeah, and I just, I also, for Borderlands, I just love the actual hook of that. The whole bum bum da 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 dum bum ba dum ba 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 bum 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 ba. It's just so bubbly and infectious. I love it. Uh, you know, you are right about it being like very good vibes, like the whole album being good vibes. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. You're going to do your shout out. I'm, I'm good. So there's a whole bunch of backing vocalists, and I don't know which one it is. I want to say. It is, let's see here, Borderlands on track eight. That would have been Jess Vira. So Jess Vira would have been the backing vocals on that one. Uh, it also looks like Renee Townsend is uh, a, vocal, a vocal on that. I believe that's his wife. Either his wife or his daughter. I don't know if he has a daughter. Anyway, um, so overall, you enjoyed your experience with uh, Devin Townsend? Yeah, I mean... It does give you a really good feeling listening all the way through. You feel there's some sort of weird catharsis that happens at the end. I don't mm. understand it, um, but I'm in, I liked it. I really liked it. Um, I, I feel really good, and I think that's from listening to it. Yeah, and if, if you really like this, uh, there's... I did. There's like uh, an endless library, or not quite an endless, but practically an endless library of music from him. Um, if you like his softer stuff, I would check out Ghost, Kai, or uh, Synchestria. Um, and if you like some of his more heavy stuff, Zoltoid the Omniscient is probably my favorite work from him, followed by Deconstruction which is maybe my second one, and Teria. And Teria actually has, uh, Teria and Kai are my two favorite albums from him. Unfortunately, neither of them are on streaming services at the moment, but uh, they have really, really good stuff. And I can send you all that if you yeah. forget. Um, but yeah, it's always like one side of his brain or another, and then a few of his albums, they mesh together. But uh, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. I would listen to more of his stuff. It, it felt it felt very very musical-esque almost like it did feel like you were going on um, a journey or like a story like start to finish there was narrative there and I'd have to listen again to really get the whole scope of the lyrics because mm -hmm. there's so much going on um, yeah and then I would be like oh what's that instrument oh and I'd be so distracted by one element or another that I wasn't fully yeah yeah because there are there i mean you really do need to sit down and listen to the lyrics on this one because there are so many um brilliant ones like there's one on sprite that's slow progress is still progress and i'm just like yes oh. yes 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 and he starts out with that whole and then i thought i thought when i heard that lyric all the progress is coming undone Oh no! And then I felt sad. Well, oh, I mean, just and that's, the state and, of the world, etc. We don't need to go into it, but yeah, but that's why it goes right into "Hear Me," which is all like anger and rage. So it kind of follows. Yeah. 
thought he could write a pretty good kids book. I mean, Sprite opened up and he's talking about um, the bird that lost its parents and you know, he finds a bear and then he flies away. I'm like, oh, that's great. I mean, I'd I'd put that in a collection. I'd read that as a story time. Sure. Yeah, of course. Come on, Um, Devin. uh, Call someone (laughs) and get that published. Oh, geez. So let's switch gears. Let's, let's, let's turn the tables. Um, You had me listen to Harry Styles. (laughs) Yeah, I did. Yeah, you did. did, uh, What did you think of that? Um, so with all of these, with all of these, uh, I'm always pleasantly surprised, you know, and I'm kind of in the same boat for this one. Pleasantly surprised. Um, really? Yeah. I mean, it was not as poppy as I thought it was going to be. You know, I was kind of thinking, even though I knew it wasn't, but like, you know, kind of coming from one direction, figured it would be kind of teeny bopper pop, like bubblegum pop. But I also knew that a lot of our contemporaries and like a lot of people my age and older were really digging on this album. So I knew that it wasn't just, you know, the, now that's what I call music, you know, kids bop kind of an idea. Um, Cause there was a lot of really slower moments on this, like a lot of almost adult contemporary stuff, uh, which I really enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, the one thing, the, the main thing that I kind of left with this is I feel as though Harry does need to work on his lyrics a little bit. Some of the songs aren't as strong as they might be. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Cause I mean, when, when you listen to these songs in isolation, the, it, it's, it's fine. Right. In terms of the lyrics, but you can tell that he, he's starting to run dry on metaphors when a lot of them are about fruit and about berries um now he, he really likes fruit he has like apparent. yeah watermelon sugar which cherry on yeah. that same album and then on his first one a song called kiwi so like <laughs> the boy loves himself some fruit and he i loves just fruit. i wonder and this is like the other thing one of the things that i've really been loving about this podcast is it's forced me to listen to a wide variety and a very diverse collection of artists and i feel like and again i don't i don't want to assume that i know harry at all but for me it feels like this is an extremely privileged male who only shortcoming is oh a few girls didn't reciprocate my feelings that one time Okay. And, so, and, and I feel like that's not really a, a proper basis to write most of his songs from. That's good for like one or two tracks. Um, but like, and this was something that I felt with like Cherry and To Be So Lonely. He says in Cherry, don't call him baby. Yeah. Right. It's like, don't call him baby. And I'm like, first off, don't tell her what to do because she's no longer in a relationship with you. And even if she was, that doesn't give you the right to tell her what to do. Um, But second, in To Be So Lonely, now he's telling this person, don't call me baby. So you're, you're, you're no longer able to call anybody baby. You can't call him baby. You can't call me baby. Again, Harry, why you got to tell people what to do? 
Like, that's not your place. It's, that is no, not I, your place. But that's the thing. Like, that's him working through those feelings, right? That's what I think, anyway. It's not like... Because he's he contradicts. He contradicts. Yeah, he does. Yes, um, he does. And that's, I think that's deliberate on his part. Oh, is it now? Okay, I, okay, okay. That's my interpretation because I'm... I would give him the benefit of the doubt. Also, no, please, I, I, please. I know a little, like, okay, I'm not a Harry Styles super fan, and the internet knows more than yes, I Yes, and I want to be will. 100% clear here. Yep. This is my only exposure to Harry outside of knowing he was from One Direction. Yes. That is it. He could, this could be an Oliver Twist tale. He could have been like a street kid that rose to fame. Probably not, but that could have been, I don't know. Um, I mean, I know he, it's, I know in as much as anybody knows, because he's not, I don't know that he's really been super public about it, at least not in the interviews that I've, interviews, oh God, that I've seen him do. Um, not that I've watched a ton of his interviews. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like he had a, it's, it's about like a long-term relationship that he was in. Okay. okay. And, um, the, you know what, on, uh, the end of Cherry, mm-hmm. how there's sort of that pause at the end of the track. Yeah. And then you hear that person speaking in French. Yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah. That's actually the person he was dating that he broke up with. Or that oh. broke up with him, oh. I believe, is what actually happened. Interesting. Interesting. So he was messing around recording a song, not that one, something else. And his, um, he happened to capture her speaking. Mm-hmm. And then he realized that she later on that she was speaking in the same key as the song. And so he put it into the song. Ah, that's cute. That's cute. That's cute. Yeah. And it's, it's like the whole album supposedly... This is this is just what people interpret it as. I don't know how true this is, but it's like a like an homage to her. Parts of it are like like okay. he screwed up. He okay. screwed up. So okay, okay. If that's true, this could go one of two ways. Either yeah. this is an attempt to win her over. No, you're shaking your head. No, okay. I don't Good, think because so. that was that was kind of a oh I don't know because those types of albums do not go very well like they, they no this this isn't very... like a this isn't a Robin Thick moment that is happening here I don't think okay. I don't think I hope okay. not oh my god I hope not um, I, from the fan base that I know I don't think so I think this might just be his way of working out how that was handled. I think so, honestly. I, yeah, I, and maybe. I, that's why you have the conflicting, the lyrics, sorry, you, go ahead. No, you were already in your thought, keep going. I was just gonna say, like, I think that's why you have the, some of the conflict in the lyrics is because of that, but that's just okay. me wanting to extend the benefit of the doubt. Right, <laughs> right, and I mean, that, that's the thing, right, because on the one hand, that's very human because humans are contradictory in them of themselves. We're always, uh, we're complex individuals. Um, but on the other hand, in terms of like a finalized product, it's also sloppy, if you know what I mean. And again, people are sloppy, so that's fine. But that is the result of that facet of art, Um on the one hand, it does speak to more of a true reflection of what's being felt. But on the other hand, if not presented very well, 
it comes off as being sloppy and contradictive. Oh. Uh, now, that doesn't mean that I didn't like that's it. That's true. Um, and I mean, I'm coming to this album uh, right after listening to Lemonade from Beyonce, which was another one of those breakup albums. And oh. so I'm coming with like a whole other set of bags behind me. Um, Maybe I should have given you something different to break it up more. No, 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 no. This was great. This was great. Um, because, I mean, I have other notes here. Um, there was, in terms of music, I still really appreciated it. And I still really liked it. Like the last track of, um, uh, what was it? Do, 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 Fine Line, I guess the title track. Um, mm -hmm. I love the ending of that. Like yeah. it has a really great build at the end. It's very, uh, and this was something that was found throughout, like even within uh, Sunflower and um, She, uh, very bluesy moments, like very homegrown, old timey blues moments. But yeah, Fine Lines is my favorite track off of it. Yeah, like um, uh, Canyon Moon, which again, I loved. Love that it, song too. It has a feel of Strawberry Swing from Coldplay's Vida La Vida. Um, and uh, Sunflower version six. Um, again, love that one. But it also has um, that whole every teardrop is a waterfall moment from Paradise from their Moxie Lodo album. Um, so I was definitely feeling that vibe off of it. Uh, I didn't feel 100% authentic or original in that sense. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but on tracks, okay, like, it's okay. on tracks like she, I love the guitar work at the end because of that bluesy feel towards it. Like she and, um, fine lines, great tracks. I love the fact that it's like twice the length of most of the other tracks off of the album. Mm -hmm. And in that respect, it allows the music to really take center stage and really shine. But, oh boy, um, my dude needs to work on his lyrics. Because um, I, have, I have like a whole page of like lyrics that I'm like, what, why, what? Uh, boy needs to calm down, first off. Boy needs to maybe, like, Lise, you know me, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know me, you knew me 10 years ago. Um, probably when I was Harry's age at that time, you, you knew how, how angsty and, oh, life sucks because I'm alone. I was right. Like it was not good. Yeah, dude. But that's, that's, we've all, we've all lived. Oh, we've lived that. there. But like, you do <laughs> not want to make that public. There's a reason why I did not go public and a reason why when it did go public, it was not good of all of my feels, right? Like, it was not a good time. Well, I mean, we, 
I can't speak. I will not speak for everybody. I will just speak for me. And I will just say it was just hard to, to watch and kind of have a sense that it wasn't maybe going to go well for you, but you know, and then being like, no, Michael, what swerve, swerve away. Don't lean in. Right. So I was, I was feeling that same energy from this album. Yeah, there is there is quite a bit of that. It um, is very like he's very deep in the melodrama of yeah, the breakup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's there's a number of times when as a producer of music, not that I am, but I'm putting myself in a producer's shoes, I would have taken the boy aside and been like, "Look, um we've got a <laughs> lyric on this song from Adore You." Uh, let's just talk. Um, maybe not. I can. I will walk through fire for you. I just want to adore you. Let's let's tone it down a little bit. Like I know this is your heart's song and your heart's fire, right? But like, that's a little much. Maybe we want to tone it down just a bit. You don't have to say you're mine. I don't know. I like the I like the the over the topness of a lot of that type of. I it's, it's I fine. It's just like even I was just like it's it's got like cringe lyrics on it. You know, like I I can I can maybe see people listening to this and like scream yelling these lyrics scream singing these lyrics because like they get them so i understand this isn't necessarily for me who's like a 33 year old white male um and so kind of looking back i'm like yeah it's a little much it's a little cringe but i also recognize the fact that there are you know 14 to 25 year olds out there that like their first breakup it literally is their the end of their lives so these lyrics get them. Oh, oh you, I don't see in that. I'm, but I'm older than that, Michael. I'm and they, this, get, that, and this like gets this. you too. This is talking to your heart's fire. No, like I don't know if it's my heart's song or whatever, but I really like a lot of the songs. Okay, I'm not <laughs> saying that I don't like them. I'm just saying that sometimes he needs to dial back the uh, the lyrical the lyrical metaphors on that. Like, would he really walk through fire? That's like third degree burns that aren't going away anytime soon. I mean, Bruno Mars sang it and he sang it far worse in a much more annoying way. Hey, Bruno Mars would catch a grenade for you. So none of that. <laughs> you knew you knew exactly <laughs> what I was talking about. See, <laughs> he, I would literally, he would literally die and also put other people in his vicinity <laughs> in danger for you. So see, come on. There, when you're used to listening to that on the radio <laughs> and you listen to this, it seems it seems less. <laughs> it just seems less. I guess so. I just so you I need really, the context. I really, I really do. Like I really do want to put a lot of these people like 
on trial or like I want to I want to like you know let's let's actually let's pony up let's pony up the scratch let's see if you can actually do this catch a grenade for me catch a do grenade it. for me Bruno Mars walk through fire for me walk through fire for and, me Harry Styles um oh, what um don't go chasing waterfalls you know what chase it I know chase it's not moving waterfalls. but I want to see it. you chase that waterfall anyway I want to see you do it run in place in front of that waterfall yeah I really want to see that you know, like this is part of the reason why I love Taylor Swift. Even though she's melodramatic, she won't make empty promises like this. I was going to say, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Yeah. In terms of people that are melodramatic in their yeah. music. Yeah. Like that is Taylor Swift's whole entire hey, musical. She will not make over. empty promises. What is, <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I'm still struggling with what it feels like to be 22. I'm not sure I was ever feeling 22 at 22. What the hell does that lyric mean? What I doesn't still, it mean? What, what does it mean? it mean? I'm feeling 22? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you've got- What you've does got, that mean? You've got a world of possibilities. You're young, you're, you're uh, youthful, uh, you, you can take on the world. She's feeling 22. I want her to revise it. She should revise it every 10 years. I'm feeling 32. Yeah, yeah. I'm singing. That's yeah, not I'm, good. I'm Please starting to ache a little bit. My body um, is in pain if I sleep in the wrong position. But, you know, I can still run a five-kilometer race without really killing myself. I'm feeling 42. Oh, my fibroids. <laughs> yeah. I started to have to take vitamins every day at this point. Like... My hair is falling out because I kept dying at fake blonde. Right? Yeah. So now the shade's really coming out. Oh boy, we are we are tangenting left, right, and center with this episode, aren't we? <laughs> are we supposed to be? I mean, like, it's, it's whatever it is. It's whoever I have on 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 this on this episode, right? I don't know how these things normally go. I'm just along for the ride. You're just along for the ride, man. It's all good. Um, so yeah, I think I've touched each of the songs that I really wanted to touch. Um, What's over, your favorite track? Uh, my favorite track is still Fine Line. Uh, followed, okay. what, followed very closely by Sunflower and probably my second favorite track, Watermelon Sugar. Oh man, okay. So Watermelon if you sugar. only watch one thing, <laughs> Watermelon I love sugar. that song. Also, I'm pretty, I, um, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Watermelon Sugar, he's not necessarily talking about Watermelon Sugar. I think, oh, definitely not. I think it might be a metaphor. Do you know? yourself a favor, one that you'll always thank me for, okay. and go look up the video for Watermelon Sugar, the official Harry Styles video for Watermelon Sugar. You will never look at a watermelon the same way again. I'm pretty sure... <laughs> And again, this is just me and my cork board of conspiracy theories here. I'm pretty sure watermelon sugar is a metaphor for the French Revolution. Um, oh, I mean, like, you're right. It's a metaphor for something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think Harry Styles might be sexually attracted to fruit. I mean, like, he's talking like he about just it really... enough. Yeah, he really likes fruit. You know, he likes there's, watermelons. There's a certain point a when you have to start to wonder why he's metaphoring those things so often.
you know it's like it's like if you have a friend and you're playing Dungeons and dragons and every other character is a tabaxi and then you go over to their house and you find out their favorite movies are like robin hood from the 40s from like disney uh zootopia they've got like a printed velvet uh picture of tony the tiger uh and you're starting to question you're starting to question you're like well i'm starting to put things together like they really like themselves some of these anthropomorphic mammals <laughs> you know then you find out they're going to a lot of conventions and you love this person to death so maybe you'll take along you know you have to and wear then... a costume and you love costumes right you were a mascot and so you go and you just have a ball because the people there are amazing like you've never met anybody more friendly they are the okay. best kind of people you're looking at me like I've got three heads, Lise. What are you talking about? Well, no, no. I'm just waiting to see where the story concludes, <laughs> possibly in a dark room, maybe with a bunch of strangers you didn't know before, and then you knew them in different, more interesting ways at the end. Hey, this there, is not... There, there is always implicit consent when it comes to the furry community, Lise. You will never end up into that situation. You will have been asked point blank well before that. Do you yiff? Yep. That's what they'll say. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, knew a guy that I may have dated for at least three years. That three was... <laughs> years? <laughs> three years. You would have no. think it would have came up in like the first or second up date. Before then? Yeah. No, well, I mean, it sort of, it, it, it was a different time. Like I, we were younger and you didn't really talk. And then you just find these things out. You know, there's a lot of stuff that I've just disclosed on this podcast. How many people listen to this? <laughs> oh, tens of people. <laughs> okay. <A> few. <laughs> That's unless I get like really big and then somebody from like, you know, the year 2041 or something finds this and I've exploded. But, uh, you know, I have um, lots of friends. Na I have lots of friends named Lees. So they don't even know which Lees this is. Well, you know what? It's okay because I can always change my name and move <laughs> to another place. Please, not again. <laughs> not again. Not again. Don't, don't go deep into the witness protection program. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, but yeah, furries. Good times. Good times. Um, yeah, and yeah. pretty sure that Harry Styles is sexually attracted to fruit. <laughs> so, you know. Well, like, he's just... He's... He's very, he's just very interesting. I never, I never imagined that I would um, know or care about him in any way. Right. And now um, you know that he will look at strawberries and a giant watermelon and be like, yeah, yeah, that's it. I will never look at watermelons in the same way again is all I can say. And I've left many, um, many messages to various people in which I sing <laughs> the opening of Watermelon Sugar into their voicemail. And may I, may I share this? They aren't appreciative at all. <laughs> that, I, that is a shame because that is high art. I've been asked to stop. I've sung it on phone calls. People threaten to hang up on me. Sometimes they actually do. No, that is, that is, that is just, peak um, high art. That is high, high art. I'm really standing for Harry Styles at this point. Like, this uh, point, I think yeah. I might be damaging my other relationships. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I know what to get you for your birthday. I'm just going to get you a sugar bowl and some, like a oh giant god. watermelon. Oh my god. 
Oh, please don't. It's coming up way too soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pretend I'm young for another few years. There you go. Going to live the dream. Live the dream. Yeah. It is very like, it is very young person music though. I will say that. <laughs> I it feel is. old listening to it. Yeah, but I mean. He's taken a lot of, uh, he's taken a lot of um, inspiration, retro, retro stuff, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. retro is the 80s. <laughs> now and i um i was alive in the 80s not old in the 80s still young in the 80s yeah alive though i was there yeah i was there for what two years yeah oh right yeah that's right you're in your 30s i forget that i i literally disclosed my age not like five minutes ago you did i yeah i know i get going on sorry it's, it's cool. It's cool. You don't have to apologize for I've that. I've got a really good, um, I've got a really good, long, detailed memory. Sort of like <laughs> Dory in the movie. And we just seem to be going off as many tangents as well. Yes. <laughs> oh, boy. So overall, I, I really enjoyed this album, even with its flaws. Um, probably won't be searching out any more of his music, sadly probably won't be returning to this album anytime soon but and i know it's sad face i did not hate my time in it and i did thoroughly enjoy it okay cringe and all can i give you another one is this the part where i give you like another one the other one that i almost wanted to give you but then i didn't sure lay it on well unless you want to come back and do another episode where you give me that album but then, okay, but then I could do that. But won't people, don't you have to break it up so that there's other people that. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, it's not okay. going to be like right away. It might be in a okay. couple of months, but. Uh... Okay, because I got, I got one that I almost gave you. And then I was like, no, I don't know how much he'd really, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, here's the thing. I was like, how much would he really like this? And then I give you, I give you Harry Styles. And I was kind of like. I wonder what the reaction of this is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. It'll, uh, it'll be fine. It'll be good. I can give you more Devin Townsend or something similar. And you can give me whatever it is that you want to give me. Oh, just, just keep it like, um, just keep changing it up. Give me, right. what, give me different stuff. All kinds of different stuff. Um, okay. I like listening to lots of different music. It's how mm-hmm. I learn and grow as a person excellent that is a fantastic philosophy thank you yeah 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 yeah. so i think i think we'll end it there um with with my little tagline of uh, um you know everybody keep loving yourselves keep taking care of yourselves and keep sharing music that's right share every every song you find with everyone regardless of whether they want to hear it or not Sing it aggressively at them if you have to. Into their voicemail. They'll, they'll like you all the better for it. All the better for it. There's literally no downside. No, there's never a downside. Just call strangers and do it. <laughs> yeah, call, cold call people. Oh, boy. All right. Yeah, you'll be much more welcome than the, the, like, like the people who, um, you know, the people who uh, call you up and pretend to be from the RCMP. Oh, Except yeah, you'll be musical. It'll be great. A musical you RCMP? Had that? No, they call no, you. I haven't had that. No, no. Well, they're not. They they aren't musical. They call you up and they tell oh. you that you've done a crime and please report to the government. Oh no, and I've done a crime. 
<laughs> I'm about to do a crime. I've got called from them many times. I must have done many crimes. I just don't know about them. Have you yet. done many crimes? <laughs> I've I mean, done the crime, but done no time. <laughs> right, because we already know that you've gone into witness protection. <laughs> so. That's right. From my, from my aggressive singing. <laughs> Your aggressive singing. Well, that's one reason. Oh, boy. All right, we better, we better quit here while we're still ahead. Yes, we still have listeners. Do we? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> this was fun, though. I'm glad. I'm glad you had fun. Yeah.